Welcome to the Gear Slum, your one-stop shop for all things guitar culture nonsense. I'm Aaron. I'm Phil. And I'm Cole. We slum it 6% harder so you don't have to. (laughs) 6% harder than what? Slum it 100%. You just don't understand the statistics, Aaron. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, those, yeah. Uh, <laughs> we slum it 100%. <laughs> we slum it 100%. Idiot. If you don't know Gun Street Wiring Shop by now, you must be living in the dark ages. They are the premier hand-built wiring solution for all of your guitars. I have one in my Telecaster. I have a setup in there. Five-way. It's great. Have it in my Jazzmaster. It's amazing. I actually put it in my Epiphone Dot. Brought the thing back to life. It's crazy. If you don't have it, you need it. Every guitar that you own will be better with Gun Street Wiring Shop. I promise. Also, if you join the street crew, you get a discount on the product. And I guarantee you'll enjoy it. If you get it and you don't like it, I will punch Cole in the face. That's my guarantee. Check it out right now at GunStreetWiringShop.com. So what's up, guys? Oh, man. Well, you know. Just recording on a monday afternoon here i know <laughs> as per usual it is weird i was like gonna grab a beer and then i was like eh, it's a little early for that i mean it's not that early and then i was thinking it wasn't that early but i didn't want to get up and walk out to the garage yeah it's early enough for beer well, aaron you've reached a, a, lo- a new low what? you're like the reason i don't want to drink is <laughs> No, because not. It's because we had already started like yeah, yeah. the call. So I wasn't going to be like, "Hey, hold on, I really need a beer right now." <laughs> it's actually a new high. Yeah. Oh, you found a new high. <laughs> yeah, it's a brand new high. <laughs> you just you think about beer and you don't drink it. The new high is, hey, you guys, I'm not drinking because I've got a big pile of cocaine right here <laughs> plus i'm actually pretty excited because i bought some new beer um what is it it's the stone 24th anniversary ipa ipa it's called stone 24 didgeridoom anniversary double ipa <laughs> a double ipa 24 years in the making it's California only. Like they only sell it in California? Yeah. And I bought no, a six it's pack. Legal. It. It's only legal in California. <laughs> it seems weird to like brag that you have a limited <laughs> market. <laughs> well, Stone's pretty big, but so it's got Australian hops, which is the, hence the name Didgeridoom. What? Um, why did it take them 25 years to make it? I don't think it actually did. I think that's part of the joke. It's just for they made it for their twenty fourth anniversary. Hmm. You know what I mean? It's like no. when you say, "Oh, it took me thirty years to figure out that whatever what take off your pants and jacket means." Like I wasn't actively working at trying to figure that out all thirty years. You know, <laughs> they make a they make you an anniversary every year. Brew, Cole, you would have figured it out if you would have <laughs> spent more time on it. I know. Yeah, like <laughs> it didn't take. Dr. Hammond's 65 million years to develop Jurassic Park. (laughs) (laughs) It's a meaningless phrase, basically. Yeah, it is. (laughs) Like so many other meaningless phrases. 
there was another phrase that I thought of recently that is completely meaningless, but I don't remember what it is. And I don't want to think about it because it's probably just going to lead back to something that makes me angry. <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> Most phrases I hear nowadays make me angry. Yeah, I'm just not a fan of phrases in general. I saw someone post a picture like, hey, something like post your last vi- video or your last picture on your phone before COVID. Uh, before COVID made a real thing. So I was just like glancing back through my old pictures and I was like, man. And I even remember having a conversation about it. Like when we were starting to hear about it, like, Oh, I wonder. And I was like, this sounds like China, like developed this, you know, this is like chemical mm-hmm. warfare type thing. And, but, but not thinking it was going to be like a big deal, you know? Yeah. But I still think they developed it in a lab and they're attacking us with it. But Well, I had COVID in, in December, so I'm fine. I've already <laughs> been through it. I'm pretty sure. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I had a pretty bad cough back then, so I'm pretty sure I had it. Yeah. <laughs> I already have the antibodies. <laughs> why can't? That's why ants can't get sick, because they got little antibodies. <laughs> and that's why my aunt can't get sick. Aunt Carol. My aunt. You call her antibody. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, Duke, she's got that antibody. You know what I'm saying? Mm. Oh, no. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Aunt, Aunt May, am I right? Yeah, dude. Yeah, dude, from The Amazing Spider-Man? Yeah. Wait. I'm glad. I'm glad. No. Spider-Man. That's a Tobey Maguire one, right? No, I'm not glad that Spider-Man one. Got his Spider-Man got his uncle out of the way. So no, I can Spider-Man move got his groove back. In uh, oh, Spider-Man: Homecoming. Oh, I'm thinking of Spider-Man Two, Aunt May, Spider-Man Two. I'm th- we're all thinking of Spider-Man. I'm thinking of Spider-Man also. Spider-Man <laughs> number two. I'm thinking of Spider-Man. Uh, Spider-Man. Dude, I saw something at work today that made me chuckle. It was a um, plastic pet door. Nice. And at first I was like, why would you have pets made of plastic? <laughs> and why would they need a door? Yeah. They're inanimate. And then I was like, wait a minute. Why would you have a pet door? And if you did, why would it be made of plastic? <laughs> Were you really like that? Like, not, not like wondering it, but I had those thoughts. Oh, yeah. We've, I was like, this we've, is fun. This is a fun little phrase. <laughs> We've thought about getting a doggy door, uh-huh. but our dog is like so small that any door that she could open would probably yeah. be like easily opened by the wind or something. <laughs> yeah, it would be like a cat door, basically. Dude, I want to hear. We need to get like, we need to get like weekly weight loss updates from about from, from Phil's dog. <laughs> dude, just take your take your dog to boot camp with you. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, dude. What would his nickname be if he went? <laughs> I don't know. Whiny. Uh, Whiny. <laughs> Do you hate your dog right now? <laughs> hmm? Do you hate your dog right now? No, he's getting better. At least I'm <laughs> at least I'm sleeping through the night now. Oh, there you go. Is he's he getting better at walking? No. Oh. It's been like insanely been... smoky. So Oh yeah. We've Fire natoes. So does he talk like this? He's like Jonathan Winter. <laughs> give me a, give me a second. I'll be right back. 
That's the guy's name, right? From Mrs. Doubtfire. I don't know. <laughs> I think so. I love that guy, though. Winters, Jonathan Winters. Yeah. Oh, wait, we just no, watched that someone movie. Someone else. We just watched that movie a couple weeks ago, and it, it reminded me of a couple things. Maybe we already talked about this on the podcast, but it's like a way good movie for kids. Still holds uh, up. I'm sure there's like some questionable, like he, you know. Oh, he Harvey, I'm thinking of Harvey Firestein. <laughs> oh. Um, but remember, like in the '90s, when basically every movie was about like divorce. Yeah, like, yeah. Every kids' movie is about their parents getting divorced, and either they get back together or they just like learn to co coexist yeah, peacefully yeah. or whatever. Or unco, not coexist. Yeah, not cohabitate, but at least like, yeah. The kid learns to be fine. Like the kids, because like, right. like in Mrs. Doubtfire, spoiler warning. Um, they don't get back together. Yeah, yeah, they don't get back together, but they at least are like friends again, like they respect yeah. each other or whatever. And dad wears dresses now. Exactly. Which is actually pretty progressive for the time. Yeah. You guys, I are like that about movie. That, that one dude about, with the voice. Yeah, Harvey Firestein. Dude. He was in Independence Day. Didn't he get canceled? Yeah, he was in Independence Day. David. 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 <laughs> I I did not get that. When I was a kid, I did not get the joke when he's like, look, it's Uncle Jack and Aunt or whatever. And it's like his his husband, you know? Yeah. Oh. <laughs> it's like, oh, yeah, that's it's just like two friends or whatever. <laughs> pretty funny it's pretty funny and he's like i need you to i need you to make me a woman oh honey i'm so happy <laughs> are they still putting out movies God, fire are they still putting out movies like in theaters and stuff i don't know because yes. i mean for a while they were kind of like waiting until things blew over i know there's movies like being released but i don't know if theaters are doing it too so, not in california at least but Okay, so a couple of things. One, I saw a thing. I don't remember who uh, who was the movie star. Some like mid-level movie star. Alex uh, Winter. And uh, he was Keanu saying Reeves. that he, um, he had a movie uh, premiere at a drive-in movie theater. Yeah. Like the fancy, like, you know, fancy premiere of a movie, like red carpet, blah, blah, blah. Yeah, yeah. And it doesn't surprise at, me. It was at a drive-in movie theater, and he was like, at first, like when somebody floated the idea, we were like, uh, I don't know, but he, he was like, it, it was actually really cool. Plus, and that like, sounds like the thing that is like quaint enough that people would pay a billion dollars for it, you know? Like I yeah. saw this, I saw this video of this like fancy restaurant that sells these peanut butter sandwiches. Oh my gosh! And it's like they, I'm sure they charge an arm and a leg because someone's like, oh, that's just so, you know. Yes. So, drive-in movie theaters are doing very well. Uh, and uh, you think they had something to do with it? Big drive-in movie theater. Big drive-in. <laughs> um, are you then, talking? Was the one that you heard about the um, Peninsula starring the sequel to Train to Busan? Starring I don't know. Um, Jung Suk. Oh, <laughs> Gang Gang Don Wan. It's a Korean horror film. Nope. Okay. Um, also the, uh, 
most that the it's coming out soon. Christopher Nolan movie. I'm sure you've seen trailers because they were showing trailers back back in the day. Mm-hmm. Um, it looks very much like um, Inception. I'm sure it's nothing like that, but the trailer looked very much like that. They all do. Yeah, and um, that one said in uh, in IMAX. Like I just saw a trailer on Instagram, like just today. Oh, really? So I don't know how that works, but oh, the Tenet. Tenet is that the yes. one you're talking about? Yes. With um, Edward. Robert Pattinson is in it. Yeah. Oh, like dude, him. he's is he also Batman or is that a different Twilight guy? Same guy. He is, he is also Batman. Dude, he's a, he's a really good actor, actually. Aaron, I think we covered this like last week. <laughs> Did we? Yes, you said, hey, I think he's a really good actor. I mean, I don't know. I think he's a really good actor, personally. No, that we were talking about someone else. We were talking about... Well, okay, now here's the difference. Last we were talking about... You said privately, I think he's a good actor. And now you're no, saying, no, no. We were talking about Kristen Stewart. Oh, yeah. I remember you were like, don't tell anyone I said this, but I <laughs> love him. We were talking about the woman from Twilight. Now I'm talking about the man from Twilight. Dude, you said both. The actress was a you. woman? I did not. I talked about... Play anyway. the tape. Roll the tape back. <laughs> Roll that beautiful bean footage. See, again, is it beautiful footage about beans or is it footage of beautiful beans yeah, it could go either way or is it just it's but is it like really crappy footage of beautiful beans <laughs> i mean when they say that in the commercial it usually is airing like old grainy footage i think aren't <laughs> i don't know roll maybe i'm thinking of one in particular where they're rolling the footage from like a film projector or something yeah maybe I heard somewhere that they're making a sequel to Knives Out. Did you guys watch that movie? Yes. I don't think I did. What is it about? It's like a murder a mystery, murder. but it's like kind of like goofy and it was good. I liked it a lot. Yeah. Um, like over the top. Anyway, um, what's his name? Daniel Craig is in it. Oh, nice. And it's directed by Ryan Johnson. Who that is? Ryan Johnson um, directed the Star Wars movie that everyone hates. That's true. Uh, A New Hope. <laughs> that everyone <laughs> hates recently. Um, number number not ten. Number eight. Episode eight. Just Star was- Wars. You just call it Star Wars. What was that one called, Phil? Was it Rise of Skywalker? Uh, no, no it Jedi. was Last Jedi. Yeah. Is that was that the most green? recent one? No, no, that's the second to last one. Is that the, the one where Luke was like milking the green milk out of that thing? No, that was seven. That was Force Awakens. Actually, I think there is green milk in. <laughs> oh, they try to work that into as many as possible. Um, but Ryan Johnson also directed um, what's that movie? Looper. Remember Looper? Vaguely. With uh, Bruce Willis and Looper. And what's that dude's name? Joseph Gordon-Levitt. My memory yeah. is crap today, apparently. 
You sure you didn't drink a beer before this? Apparently. 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 So he did that one. That one was was pretty cool. (laughs) Apparently. Apparently. I love that. A kid. Apparently. And apparently, I don't don't watch the news. Because apparently, I'm just a kid. <laughs> so good. I love that. Dude, I want to see. I'm sure ah. it exists. That kid is an adult now, and he's got a TikTok channel. Oh, yeah. I don't I'm think sure. he's quite an adult. And he's, oh, well, yeah, probably if he's not, not quite an adult, then he definitely has a TikTok. And he's got a <laughs> video where he's like, where he's like pointing at the thing and then it's like yeah now it's me i need to see it i'm sure it exists well that's true because um having a tiktok is a clear sign that you're not really an adult (laughs) exactly you're not quite an adult if you have a tiktok all i'm saying is the likelihood of you having a tiktok (laughs) yeah that's like a very goes up as you I know I'm flipping down. it I'm flipping it around on you that's actually kind of like a fairly recent trend on TikTok is a lot of these old like vine guys uh sort of reappearing that kid like is the, 11 years old or like the f your chicken no, strips he's not guy. yes he is no way he's 11 years old <laughs> was that video only a couple years ago the video is from 2014 and he was five <laughs> at the time he was only five yeah you're, holy you're blowing crap my mind that's on both of those two facts <laughs> One that he was five. Well, because he went on Ellen like right after that. I remember that years ago. Dude, I wonder if she like harassed him a bunch too. <laughs> He's like, oh, apparently, uh, apparently, Ellen's not very Ellen's nice. Not very nice. Apparently, and apparently, apparently, I don't get to eat anymore because apparently Ellen says I'm fat. <laughs> <laughs> oh man. Dude, have you heard some of the stuff that, like, some of the stuff that people, the alleged complaints about about her? No, I haven't really. Here's my favorite one. This is, I mean, it's like, okay, she's mean. People are mean. The ones I've seen are like, you can't look her in the eyes and that kind of thing. Right, and that's kind of boring. It's like, okay, I mean, yeah, that's like, well, it's like not unheard of. It's like, yeah, yeah. But here's my favorite one. My favorite one was. She and again, I don't know if this is true. It's just the story is just freaking. We'll assume it is crazy. for the sake of the story. So she went around to the whole staff and like, okay, here's your Christmas present, and it was like this, you know, very expensive, um, you know, some. And it's coming out of your pay basket thing, and she gives every she hand delivers like a um, a super expensive gift to every person. Uh, every person on the staff and then she gets to the last person and she walks in and she goes the gift i have for you is that you are the worst employee that i have and i need you to improve or else you will be fired what and it was like it was something like that it was like this weird psychological like yeah yeah like like and and that Apparently that she does it every she did it like every year. Like it was, <laughs> there's one yeah. worse whoever one is, person she is decides <laughs> she yeah, she she or she has her team, whatever, decide who is the worst, and then it's like that person gets told. Just like not such a cop out. Like just fire them then if they're that bad. <laughs> no, it's because it's all about control. Yes. It is. And like see, that's what is that's the thing, is like the whole idea of like, please don't look at me 
you could kind of argue that it's like, listen, I just don't want to be bothered. And I mean, well, it's yeah, cool. But- and, and the fact that like everybody, like if, if I had to acknowledge everyone who wants to acknowledge me, I would never get anything done. Yeah, yeah. totally. So you could, you could, you could see how, how maybe, okay, it's not very cool. You but- could see like a relatively normal person having rules like that. Yes. But this, I mean, it's like when the- famous people are like annoyed when you go up to them on the street. Cause it's like, well, it was only five minutes and it's like, yeah, but it's five minutes times every idiot that comes down the street, you know? Right. Any idiot. Right. <laughs> right. And the, the times that I've seen famous people, if like a lot of the time, nobody's bothering them. Yeah. yeah. And if one person does, then yeah, like everybody else. feels like they've been given permission. Yeah. Well, or so it's like, like moves in or it's oh, like, they're kind of, too? they're kind of famous. And then people are like, Oh, is that a famous person over there? <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I, like who, who was the guy I saw at that cafe when I was, remember I told you guys he was on lost. That's what I recognized him from. And then the guy, uh, was it Carl Fox? Carl from workaholics was there with him too. Remember oh, that? That's funny. I vaguely remember that. Can you guys hear that? Yes. Yes. Jeez. Is that your dog? Holy crap. I don't I hope not. Is it like his dog is fighting his child? No, it's our neighbors. I have my window open. Your neighbors sound like dogs, dude. <laughs> yeah, dude. They look like it too. Oh. Hey-o. Such a dog. Speaking of dogs, my home dog, Sean. <laughs> Arbo was sending us is that like information distracting? About, Do I need to close my window? I think they're done. Okay. Information about our new uh wiring harnesses. And there's really? some crazy stuff that's going to happen. I mean, we were he was like asking us about them at least. What we wanted. Do you remember that? Remember oh yeah, that? that's true. It's distracting now. <laughs> <laughs> well, I'm going to leave it in. Good. I'm going to call an audible and, and not edit it out this time. I know normally I'm oh serious, really good about editing out. Usually you go through with a fine tooth comb. Today, I'm just going to let that one slide. Because, you know, I think people need to peek behind the curtain. We're not all just bells and whistles here. Dude. We're real people. I don't want anyone peeking behind the real curtain issues. my bells and whistles. We have real dog neighbors. Uh, Phil, we need... Going. They're still going. My dog, we just weighed her last night. Okay. Guess how much she weighs now? Nine pounds. 8.3 pounds. 10 pounds, exactly. Wow. And how much does your dog weigh? Uh, 43. That's Probably like 4.3 times. That's not, that, that's not that overweight for his age, is it? The vet seemed adamant alarmed. That- that he was <laughs> maybe it was the increase in weight from like maybe the so. last visit to that visit was the issue i mean it does seem like it's overweight because what he'll weigh like 60 pounds or 70 pounds and he's full grown dude they said 80 to 90 pounds yeah okay so if that's the case i think like 16 weeks usually it's 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 a little bit different for bigger dogs but 16 weeks, they kind of say you'd take that weight and double it, and that's their final weight or whatever. Hmm. And didn't he just turn 16 weeks? 
Uh, he must have because he just got his final parvo shot, right? Yeah. Yeah. So tell the vet to. I mean, the fact that he can't walk around the <laughs> block without getting out of breath, that's not a great sign, I guess. It's not that he gets out of breath. He it's just goes, he's stubborn. <laughs> yeah. I can respect that. Oh, can I tell you something that made me angry? Oh, sorry. I interrupted your Sean Arbo thing, though. Your gun that's all right. You guys don't remember that, so we're going to move on. Um, well, you guys, are you guys both getting um, button things? Kill switch? Kill switch engage? We both said we would be very excited about yes. that. Okay. And I said, do not give me one. <laughs> yeah. I do not want it. Not interested. Uh-huh. And? And if you do, I will drive to somewhere in Oregon where you are. I will burn down the gun street. <laughs> Who's the guy? Who's the guy from the gun street? Can't remember Portland his name. adjacent. What's the dude's name? From Gun Street? Sean? Yeah. No, no, no. no the... He's talking about the guy on the website. Oh, Hugh O'Kane. Hugh O'Kane, yes. I will burn down the Hugh O'Kane building. <laughs> I've spent years developing an immunity to Hugh O'Kane powder. I'm <laughs> <laughs> sure we already did that joke, but I like we did. it. Did. Yeah. <laughs> it's still good, though. I mean, we've done a lot of jokes. Yeah, yeah. Aaron, we're not opposed to... Uh, hey, I'm O'Kane if you're if Hugh O'Kane. <laughs> We're not opposed to reusing material. No, we everything we do is pretty much original, mm. completely. Mm, you literally pretty sure. You spent like five minutes yeah. talking about how much you like yeah, Edward sure. from Twilight. That never happened Again. before. Again, I did not. I was talking about Kristen Stewart. Okay, hey, I got an idea. I've got a, Uh-oh. I've got a bit for us. <laughs> this sounds like he's ramping up to be hurtful. No. Let me tell you what oh, makes, I got an idea. Tell you what makes Maybe. me angry first. Oh, I okay. know I hate you because I hate you. <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> I got an idea. Why don't you go jump off a cliff? How's that sound? Why don't you pull your head out of your butt? Go ahead, Phil. Okay, tell what's us your, your idea? No, tell, tell us, us your, your idea. Thing. No, tell us your idea. It's no. We. I don't want to. We need to close this out before we move on to my idea mine is it's not related to this thing that we're talking about right now okay so i'm going yeah (laughs) what's your idea (laughs) okay here's the idea i got these cards these cards were put in my uh okay what i'm angry about is. (laughs) it seems like you're very loud now aaron sorry when when he wants so to just interrupt chill. me, when he wants to interrupt me, he turns up his volume. Had to speak over him. He's very tall. <laughs> um. Okay. So you got car? Are they like table table topics? Yes, they were given to me by one of the <laughs> the school uh, therapists. <laughs> okay. To use in class. Uh-oh. Now I think we can say you know how like you take your fortune cookie and you add embed, at it, at the end. I think we should say... Yeah, you'd be like, I'm going to go eat this fortune cookie in bed. <laughs> yeah. I think... You know, I'm going to go embed this fortune cookie in your face with my fist. <laughs> Instead of that, we're going to read these questions and um, 
have them apply to gear related things. All right, so we'll see how playing this, music, this sounds recording good. Music, anything, listening to music, sure, listening to music, reading okay. about music, talking about music, hearing, mm-hmm. seeing music, any of the nonsense. Yes, Brian Eno, band rehearsals. Mm-hmm. Okay, so the question is, Aaron. Aaron, the question Old is, sourpuss. Yep. Is this a question for me, or are you just trying to hush me? And the question for to everyone, you, Aaron. Okay, Aaron, I'm trying to hush you. Hush you. Oh, you did a great you. job, Mister E. Did you like my bless you joke? Is that what you're laughing at, Phil? No. Dude, Phil, here's what you should do for he Halloween. Said, he said, you're doing a great job, Mr. E. <laughs> here's what you should do for Halloween. You need to get a blanket that has like, isn't there like Enigma? Is that a band? Yeah. Yes. They sing Return to Innocence. Yes. So you need, to get, you need to get a blanket that is the one of their album covers and wrap yourself in it. And you'll be a mystery wrapped in an enigma. Get it? Mr. E. Mr. Yeah. E wrapped in that. an enigma. Okay. Now. Dude, what <laughs> But what album? Do you guys remember what infomercial that song was from? I just remember it from uh, Man of the House. Innocence. Oh, yeah. It is on Man of the House. But it was also on. Uh, they get married to that the, song. There was some like, commer- you know, infomercial that would play. And it has like the song scrolling down, you know. Oh, yeah, yeah. Dang, what was it? It was a very popular one. It had Orinoco Flow on it's it. Pure too. Moods. Oh, yeah, it was Pure, pure Moods. Pure Moods. <laughs> oh, this man. album is Pure Moods. Okay, here we go. So I'm going to read this question, and then we can all take our uh, shots at it. So the question is, what is an idea you strongly believe in oh your audio just cut out oh no i muted him (laughs) oh (laughs) was that just like a power play was that an ellen move yes totally ellen Ellen move no yeah you ellen him man aaron so i was a guitar center the other day and I saw a Mustang like ours. I'm just kidding. <laughs> Don't change a thing. Wait, we never finished talking about Gun Street, did we? <laughs> we have so many loose threads. Okay, what was the question? What's something that you deeply believe in? Yes. About guitar. I deeply believe that power chords are great. Like, like, IEC cables like to plug in your amp. Yeah. Like power ropes. <laughs> They're great. <laughs> I agree, man. My amp won't even turn on with that one. I deeply believe it. Um, I deeply believe. What do I, what do I deeply believe about music or recording or gear? Okay, here, I'll, I'll do one. Okay. I deeply believe that a lot of people who play guitar and are like in guitar groups only kind of like playing guitar, but they really like just messing around and they like getting new gear and they like having friends with a similar hobby and stuff. Mm -hmm. And I also believe that that's totally okay. (laughs) And that not everyone has to try and be a musician. You know, when people say like, Oh, you should have less eBay and more Mel Bay. And it's like, nah, I'd rather just look at eBay. Like, I don't know. Yeah. You know, you don't need a new pedal. You need to practice. 
Yeah. And it's like, well, but I'd rather buy a new pedal. You know, my hobby is just different than yours, even though they both involve guitar. It would, it would be, as I'm if, not like, that way. I just want to make that clear. I'm not that way. I practice all the time. It would be as if like you had, you had a friend who like enjoyed working on old cars and you're like, man, you need to just spend more time at the track. Yeah. yeah. Yes, exactly. <laughs> exactly. Instead. Yeah. You're, you're wasting your time. You're wasting your time working on these cars. No. Yeah. You need to be okay. driving in circles if you want to be a NASCAR racer. <laughs> oh, that's does a good that, one. Does that fit? Does that work? Yes. It, no, that you can you can say whatever you want. Okay, I will say Oh, you have to tell me if I was right. Oh yeah. I don't think that the school psychologist would say that She'd my say, job is to tell you that you're right or wrong in this say game. you're misusing the cards you've ruined the cards <laughs> get in line mm-hmm. um okay what is an idea i strongly believe in i would say that and this is kind of similar to what cole said but it is your uh any of our amount of investment and i guess i mean like time wise in the hobby of playing guitar playing music um whatever whatever is the amount that you're doing is the right amount for you Mm. like there Mm. i think cole like cole you've said i mean it's not that deep but like cole you've said um like it's or maybe this was Aaron talking about being in a band, and then all of a sudden there's one person that's like, "Yeah, yeah." Hey no, man, I've talked about get that with, signed. I've talked about that with my band. How it's like good that they're all none of us is like trying to make money from. Yeah, it. yeah, yeah. And that's how I feel with Kyle. Like we both feel exactly the same way about it. And it's it oh, you're not trying to make money off of your band, Phil. No, and it becomes a problem. It becomes a problem if only if there's a disagreement about what the commitment is exactly it's fine yeah. if you want to yeah, as long as you're not like ruining your family over it right i was gonna say if you want to like drop everything and you know uh you know take out a second mortgage on your house so you can you know yeah, record exactly. an album i mean fine as long as everybody is like yeah if everybody's on board with that cool and then if everybody just wants to play like once a month at some local dive bar that's cool too or if you never want to play outside and you only want to play in your yeah bedroom that's fine like or if you only want to play outside like in the backyard yeah if you only want to recreate creed videos like where you take all your gear to the edge of a cliff (laughs) literally whatever you want to do is fine so mine goes along with that i deeply believe that you don't need to try to monetize everything or commodify everything. You can just do things yeah. for the sake of doing them. That's like a weird trend. How can I, I mean, make this into my career? Yeah. Like I'm like doing a hobbies. podcast. How can I, how can I make this podcast my job? <laughs> you can I even, I even fall into that yeah. sometimes with gear where it's like, it has to be a, a zero sum game. Right. I make, you know, I have to make the money through my gear to spend it on gear. And it's like, I don't know, people's hobbies. No, invest in your own joy. People's hobbies just cost money. Like that's okay. You know? Yeah. Ooh, Aaron, that is like, 
the raddest invest thing. in your own joy dude yeah. yes it's like my i have a friend who skydives all the time he doesn't like get money back every time he skydives <laughs> he's not like trying to make a career yeah. out of it how can i how can i monetize this skydiving yeah so that i'm not losing money on it no nah, just do it if you like to do it do it you don't yeah. need to make it part of the capitalist system just enjoy it invest in my joy invest in your joy okay mm. here's another thing that came to mind that is very profound and i like it um you hear stories about people like uh susan boyle for example or even even just like anyone I do hear who be- stories about her even even anyone who just becomes famous at something and like oh i had to you know i had to work through all this stuff but i never uh, gave up on my dream and i ate yeah. you know i lived on five dollars a week for so long and blah blah, yeah, blah yeah. and never give up on your dream and it's like no like most people should give up on their dreams <laughs> at some point you got to give up on your dream because like yeah. that's like saying like i kept buying a lottery ticket every week and then this one time i won the lottery so everyone should play the lottery and it's like no that's that's not you got to get a new dream is what you got to do yeah so dave bazan i was watching his doc the documentary about him and he says this thing about like how he's like you know he's like in his 40s and he spends a lot of time touring around by himself and like he's like i spend most of my time now trying to justify like doing this thing that i just decided to do when i was like 18 (laughs) yeah i was a kid when i decided to do this and now it's like 20 years later 30 years later (laughs) i'm just like trying to like figure out a way to justify it so i can keep my family afloat (laughs) (laughs) man he's making money you're not so exactly like he he's actually a (laughs) successful artist you know yeah Yeah, that this whole this whole lie that like quitters never win or that like it's like it's okay uh, yeah. to to move on and modify yourself, your yeah, goals like, and stuff. You should quit if something doesn't work. Go to something that does work. Yeah, just have fun. Just have fun with it. Um. So I was I'm tired out- of chasing my dreams. I'm just gonna find out where they're going and meet up with them later. <laughs> I was at a grocery store. No, uh, uh gas station. No. Um, uh, the line. The line is blurred between those two in my mind. <laughs> I was at a gas station restaurant uh, gas. I was at a gas station recently and um... <laughs> it's not going to go over well. I think you had one. I think you had one freebie muting Aaron without him hating you forever. And uh... <laughs> this has added an interesting dynamic though. Cause now you feel guilty. You, I don't you feel guilty even... at all. I but don't. you aren't even like taking like talk then you're not taking okay. advantage of the mute so i was at a i was at a gas station recently and there's a dude uh who was buying um uh lottery tickets scratchers and he had like he had like a handful of them and out of the corner of my eye he's like in front of me he buys them and then he's over there and he's scratching them and uh he did not look wealthy correct yes and um he didn't have a ton of disposable income and he's scratching scratching and then he goes he goes yes and i go and i turn and i go i go dude did you win and he goes yeah a hundred bucks and i was like (laughs) oh right on dude congratulations and i start to walk out and i'm thinking he just flipped it about a hundred bucks in tickets as as i'm walking out i hear him go okay so can i get (laughs) and i was like no 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 
Well, I say, I say idiot. That's not, that's totally harsh. Cause it is totally like it's preying on people. Like lotteries are exploitative for sure. Aaron, what do you think of my story? <laughs> it's like so sad too, because I think he's investing in his own joy. Is what I think. Yeah, I guess. I just, <laughs> We shouldn't well, because here's the thing about the lottery is that it's not about like winning. It's about maybe winning. So like he probably gets so much more excitement out of $100 worth of scratching than he does like having $100, even though the $100 is probably better for him. It's also about supporting our But school. you're just like, you're basically just saying that any addiction that you have is just okay, is good for you. No, I'm saying it's, I'm saying that it's probably, it would be better for him like probably to keep the money but i understand why he didn't and he probably enjoyed it more i don't know i think it's like a i think it's i don't know like i don't know that i would say that that is enjoying it you know but, but like who am i to say he's investing in his own <laughs> it's the jouissance You find joy, the true joy internally comes from not getting what you want. So when you get the money. Yes. Like I'm saying he has like, he has like a psychological reason for not keeping the money, even though he probably should keep the money. That's all I'm saying. It's like in the matrix when uh, agent Smith says the first version of the matrix was utopia. Yes. And, uh, it was rejected. Yes, they people couldn't fathom. They were they knew that there was something wrong if everybody had everything they wanted. Yeah. You know what I want? I want a three ply, white black white pick guard for my Mustang. Hell yes, dude! <laughs> What's up with that? So if you go online, like. All the stock photos have this three-ply pit guard. And then you go to Guitar Center, and they have one on the shelf, the three-ply pit guard. And then you order a bunch online, and they all come with a single-ply piece of junk white pit guard. Yeah, it's freaking bullcrap, dude. <laughs> it's stupid. I'm very upset about it. I don't know how to reconcile Because it this. honestly looks so bad. Plus, it's just like... The one online looks like it's mint. mint yeah, or, it's a little like bit. Parchment or it is. It's not like super white. Which is like even better. And this one is just like the most boring white possible. And <laughs> and it's, you know, single ply. I'm surprised it's even beveled, to be honest. Like, <laughs> <laughs> they're so cheap. <laughs> Sucks. Which is like... I'd rather have them, you know, cheap out on the pit guard than almost anything else because it's so well, easy yeah. to replace. Yeah. Yeah. So I asked in our in the group if anybody got one with the three ply pit guard and someone said they had. So I asked him if they still had it or if they were using it. And he's like, Yeah, it has leather glued to it. <laughs> he tried to make a leather pit guard. <laughs> Is that the one that Ed Chu made? Maybe it was Christian Avila, I think, who had the I think it was, yeah. That's pretty. Did hilarious. he pay the same thing that we paid? No, he's his had his for a while, I believe. Okay. 
but it still was like not much more. Like he probably paid one eighty instead. Because I think the prices went up. I thought they were one forty nine at first. For Maybe some so. reason, like that's what I always imagined that they were. I can only imagine. But I could be wrong. What this pick guard is like. Stupid. Do you have any more of those cards? Yeah, I do. All right, let's do one more. Let's do one. And then I have to tell you something. Uh-oh. Okay. Um, this one is... Surrounded what is the one- by you. Oh. <laughs> I think that one was on accident. No, it was not. It was not an accident. It never is. What is one thing or situation that scares you? Sharks. Easy. No, it's got to be gear, music. Um, one thing that scares related. you? Gear sharks. <laughs> <laughs> is that is that what Roland is? Is Roland a gear shark? Yeah. <laughs> Roland's a total gear shark. Roland. Roland is a total gear shark. By the way, I have not seen posts from, I have not seen any mono case things for like, it's been a while. Been a while. Yeah, I mean, I haven't seen any cases of mono recently either. Yeah, it's because they're lying about it and saying they're COVID. <laughs> Stupid. <laughs> All those people dying of mono. <laughs> Just dying of mono. <laughs> Do you have any stereo cases? That was dumb. <laughs> dude, I was literally thinking of that same joke as you said it, though. Like, oh, dude, my uncle died of stereo, actually. <laughs> a huge, really bad case of stereo. <laughs> His mono got so bad, it morphed into stereo. Dang. Okay, what are we afraid of? Um, what am I afraid of? I'm kind of afraid of Stratocasters a little bit. Hmm. But not really. I'm not like afraid of them. I just don't like them. But I want to like them. So that's the opposite of being afraid of them, right? <laughs> I'm afraid you... of fret work. Hmm. That's yeah, that's one thing I'm afraid of is like refinishing a guitar that I really yeah. like. Because I know it's not going to go well. Hmm. I'm a. I'm afraid of I'm gonna go in a in I'm afraid of chorus pedals too. Oh dude, why? I'm gonna go in the live music direction. Are you afraid I'm, of pooping your pants? Uh, I'm afraid. You're afraid of doing that Fergie thing where she peed herself? But it's really just sweat. <laughs> you're afraid of sweating in the like you're, you're afraid of doing the Fergie? You're afraid of Fergin it. Fergin it up. <laughs> you're afraid of your your London Bridge falling down. I'm afraid of dropping a ferg. Everybody, we be fergin' it up. Say what? I'll come do. every time I come around my London London Bridge. When I go um, I'm afraid. I'm afraid of an actual like legit heckler. <laughs> Dude, that's scary. I, Especially because you're always in like small spaces. Not like yeah, yeah. And, and I feel like overpower. And also, them. you don't have enough power. It's not like a big comedy show where yeah. the media can just say, "Get this guy out of here," and they will. 
right <laughs> it's like, like no they're come paying to see to be you. Here. <laughs> yeah or or the fact that like sometimes there's a so- social pressure right like it's like oh you know these these hundred fans they all love me so the so- social pressure of all that yeah, yeah. booing a guy would like totally turn it around but yeah. no it's never it's, it's <laughs> i mean sometimes we have some fans but i don't think it would ever be enough that like an aggressive heckler would uh you know would stop <laughs> i just imagine like some really angry guy in a coffee shop like yeah. heckling you yeah well because and, and here's the thing is i feel like my our style definitely brings it on like it definitely welcomes well yeah it almost like invites yeah. heckling like they're in on the joke it's like you're asking to be heckled to a certain extent yeah because like the you reaction you're looking say you for deserve is, to be heckled uh, <laughs> certainly that would say that i'll agree on that some would say that yes I told you that time the last one of the last shows that we played that this uh that drunk woman was very assertive. Yes. Yes. And I think the style like the it was all of my friends who were watching assumed that I would be fine with it because it was funny to watch. Right. And they're like, oh, the, Phil must like this because he's being a total psycho. Because it makes the scene funnier, yeah. yeah. Yeah, because he's being a total psycho with his voice and his music. And now this, this woman is like doubling down on the, like, the insanity of it all. But I was not. I was Yeah, because yeah. <laughs> yeah, they forget that you're just a human being. Yes. You have feelings. But also like what you're doing and the wife. like you you have chosen and the to wife. do you have chosen to do something silly as a premise but you're executing well. It's not like you're up there like Thank you. you know just making fart yeah. noises or something like that. Well, it's like you said like a comedian like it's funny but the work is still somewhat yeah. serious. Yeah. Like it's yes, being it's done. Like I'm here I'm here it's to being perform done in earnest. Even if you question like the validity of my craft, I'm still here to, to do it, you know? Yes. Which is always funny with comedians because it's like, because it's always like big, like you see it in like big shows and it's like that person paid a lot of money potentially to come see this. And now they're talking like, it yeah. doesn't make any sense. It makes I think, none. I think a lot of the time when it's like famous comedians and there's a heckler, it, it, drugs or out and alcohol oh yeah always. it's always they're always just drunk yeah that's like wh- who is it is it regan who said that he had his back when he he doesn't he's one of the ones that doesn't cuss right yeah i think it was him that said when he first started he had three f-word jokes one that opened and it always killed and one that closed because it always killed. And then he'd have a, like a floater that was somewhere in the middle that had to do with like, you know, if I feel like I'm losing him, yeah, this I, give him I give him this F word joke. And he realized he's like, wait a minute. All I'm doing is just giving like everybody's base, yeah. like most base level, like the satisfaction. Lowest common denominator type yeah, stuff. It, it was some uh, which to be fair it's not like his comedy is like particularly like 
highbrow. Like the fact that he chose not to swear made him a better comedian, I think. But but he's also still very accessible, like in a good way, you know. Yes, it's not. It is. Yes, highbrow. Like Jim Gaffigan's the same way, you know. Like I think there's like depth to, and like Brian Regan, his his stuff is all amazingly well written. You know, it's like same thing with John Mulaney. Like part of it is that he has funny mannerisms and stuff, but his stuff is so well written that mm-hmm. it, it works. Because he doesn't. I mean, he swears some, but it's not like that's never like the joke, you know. Yeah, but a lot of comedians, it is like it's doing like the pelvic thrusts or whatever. Like it's like Dane Cook. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> I saw this <laughs> this compilation. Man, I'm trying to remember who it was. I think it it was on Joe Rogan's podcast, but I can't remember if they were if it was Joe Rogan clips or if it was his guest. But basically, they were making fun of how like oh terrible comedians when they have nothing else to do they just like pretend like they're having sex up on stage. And then I like cut to all these clips of them doing that in their own act, you know? <laughs> oh man. That's, that's the, that's the magic. Like I'm losing them. I, what do I, Yeah. What, what's I'll, in my back, back pocket? I'll pretend like I'm humping the stool or whatever, you know? <laughs> so done. Oh. Guys. Yeah. Next week. Is my birthday. I think it's in two weeks. Oh, word? It's not. It's in one week and a day from the airing of this episode. Uh-huh. Dude, on a Friday. Never forget. And so I, I, have, I have compiled a few items in my birthday gear wish list that I would like you to know. tell you about. A few items stuffed in the pockets of your birthday suit. Yes. Ew. Many pockets. <laughs> The first one I, is... I have many pockets in my birthday suit, unfortunately. <laughs> Are you done? I have breast pockets on both sides. Oh, meet this man. Just kidding. <laughs> <laughs> the first mute one is, this man! <laughs> first one is the Strymon Iridium. Yeah. Iridium. If you're listening, buy me that for my birthday. Here's, why I, here's why I want it. Um, I play guitar a lot at church, mostly when I play out, and I would like to be able to have that and just run direct, and also for practice at home. Also, so much more room for activities. And also, it just looks cool, and it sounds like a lot of fun. (laughs) Second. It is a very cool pedal. I guess it is a pedal. I mean, do you still have your pedal? Do you still have your broken motorcycle? Somewhere, yeah. Dude, yes. Well, it's worth nothing. It's your grandma's house. Second item is a Keeley Compressor Plus. I had this pedal before, and I loved it, and I don't know why I sold it. And I'm sad. You've talked about getting another one a couple times. I think I've owned it twice at this point. <clears throat> oh i do know why i sold it here's what happened i had one and then i entered into this uh entered into a <laughs> cult <laughs> no, I, we did the secret santa with six cycle hum and someone oh. sent me a fox pedal kingdom and then i traded that straight up to someone else for the the 
was it the, I can't remember if it was the two knob or the three knob Keeley compressor, like the old school one. I think it was the two knob. Like, so I traded straight up for the two knob compressor. So then I had two Keeley compressors, and I was like, this one's really cool. I'm going to sell the compressor plus. So I did. And then I was like, I don't want this other compressor. So then I sold that one. <laughs> and now I have no compressor. You make bad decisions sometimes, Aaron. Hey, I'm just investing in my own joy. <laughs> Thirdly, I would like to have the Bondi effects. So I almost added to this list. I almost put the Walrus D1 Mako Shark Delay thing. What is okay. it called? The Mako I don't know, Series D1. It's D1. like four hundred dollars or something. Yeah, it's like four hundred dollars um, because that seems really cool and it does a lot of stuff. Um, Mark Johnston seems to really like it. But I took it off and I added instead the Bondi FX Art Van Delay. Oh, yeah. Um, which is essentially... Um, it's like carbon copy-esque, isn't it? It's, I think it's based on the... Um, or I think it's similar to like a Boss DM2. Okay. But it's, um, it has like full MIDI control and like all kinds of effects i think the closest thing it's is almost similar to is like the what's the chase bliss delay the uh the vinyl warped vinyl no that's a chorus it's called like the dark can't can dark no that's the dark world is their reverb what is it though the the tonal recall tonal Tonal recall Yeah, so I think of it as in, in similar terms as that. It doesn't have like the dip switches and stuff, but it has a ton of, of control because it's all it's basically like an analog delay with all this digital control. Um, and it gets up to, so 1,200 milliseconds of true analog delay. Which yeah, is a so lot the of same as like delay. the red knob. That's the same as the yeah. red knob. Total, total recall. Dude, yeah, and it looks freaking bucks. cool. I know it is like a cool. It's almost like a better version of the DM2 pink. Yeah, and it's called the yeah. Art Vandelay, which is which a great is awesome. Name. And you want to be my latex salesman? <laughs> and then I also threw on the it's AC four hundred dollars though. It is, but like Phil said, that's how much that Walrus D1 is also. I did not say that. You said five hundred. I was talking about this one. Oh, this one. Oh, the Walrus one is three hundred. Okay. How much is the DM two W? Because I know that's not as cool. I had one for a while and I freaking loved it. Um. By the way, the tonal recall is five hundred dollars. Yeah. Well, the red knob one. Oh, uh, that maybe is the red knob. I think the blue knob is four hundred. I think. Well, I think it's actually four. F- or no, 450 oh yeah, 450 yeah and the difference is that one has a longer delay time right yeah one has 1200 instead of 600 milliseconds i mean the yes, chips which also creates some other like things like it has more noise too because yeah because the chips themselves have like 300 or 150 each right so, so it's, it's always twice like the some amount. it's always like some multiple of 300 mm. it's true analog delay and a low gay. Dude, Plus, those are, it just looks cool. You could get you could get a DM two W for like a hundred bucks on reverb. You could, but it has no it doesn't have nearly the amount of control. No. 
Like mm-hmm. that one has tap tempo. It has yeah, like tap tempo is huge. It has MIDI, so you can have presets. Like it does a lot. It does way more. But the Bostium Two is pretty cool. Did you see how the jacks are laid out on it? It's all on the um, side, power and audio on the Art Vandalay. And the power is like all the way down at the bottom. It's kind of an annoying layout. Well, so the top jack is, that's the MIDI jack. No, there's it, not even a jack on top. No, no, I'm saying on that side, there's power and then the two Oh yeah, like quarter inch jacks. The top, the upper quarter inch jack is the MIDI jack, MIDI. Yeah. Because the input's on the other side. And then there's also like a USB for updating firmware and stuff. Yeah. I understand that this pedal is completely frivolous in terms of like a delay pedal. But like but it's a wise man once really told cool. me you need to invest in your joy. Yeah, that was me. <laughs> mm. Really? Huh. It was I. It was I? I did fool you. Um, that's it. Those are the three things that I've been thinking about. What and also I do want a course pedal. The Keeley Compressor Plus, but I don't know what course pedal I want. But Aaron, you also said that you want the that big, big boy power supply. Oh yeah, I do. I but I, it's not like a birthday wish list thing. That's just like something that I feel like I need it's like a to upgrade to. Um, so I was looking at. I'd been looking at the Chuck DC Five for a long time. Yeah, I had one of those. Um, and the main issue I has, which is something that you also complained about, is that it doesn't have a, like an IEC input. Yeah. It's kind of annoying. I mean, you could get like a dongle or something, but it has the little like Mickey mouse. Plug. Yeah. Yeah. But uh, dongles are a pain. I know it sucks. And like, yeah, which they obviously, I, I mean, they're like mostly they're a European company, mm-hmm. but yeah, all their new ones have IEC plugs. So the DC seven has, that's the one that I, and so then I was looking at the DC seven, which seems like it would basically yeah. do everything I needed to do. Plus, can is that the one where you can change the output level on each of the yeah, like from nine, twelve, or eighteen volts? Yeah, I think it even has like I think it's it has four settings: nine, twelve, fifteen, oh, and 18, fifteen. I think. Dang. And uh, and also it has a USB plug, which I got that that was originally what made me want to get it, is because I was running the Stomp, so you can mm. like parallel two of the outputs and run the Stomp. Um. Because all the outputs are 500 milliamps, but then and it only weighs one pound. I know it's really small, but also it has a USB thing, which my wireless receiver runs on USB, which oh, is nice. pretty dumb. But like, I'm sure, like Phil, you, I'm sure you have like something that would need to run off USB, right? Some kind of ridiculous nonsense, mm. like your kazoo preamplifier or something. I don't have a kazoo preamplifier. <laughs> I do have a zoo, a kazoo reamp that I just ordered. I'm just <laughs> a ramp? You ordered that kazoo ramp? <laughs> the other thing that's cool about it is you can do that. You can like link it to another one, like how yeah. you can do with the Strymon ones. There's yeah, a bunch yeah. of yeah. There's a bunch of add-on things. Okay, but so is there a 12 volt on here? Yes, nine. Every every so every power output can be either nine, twelve, fifteen, or eighteen. Individually, wow. and they yeah. all have 500 milliamps, which is nice well at nine volt it's like 660 milliamps yeah that's right 512 400 at 
fifteen and three thirty at eighteen. So I could totally, I could, I could daisy chain. Um, because I have more than seven. Yeah, so you just choose your low. So I have more than that too. So I just daisy chain like a lot the, of my low draw pedals, like the yeah. pedals, like my drives. Yeah, exactly. exactly yeah, in tuner or whatever. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I mean, honestly, tuners pull some. It depends on the tuner, but some of them actually pour more than pull more than you would think. Oh, because they're digital, so they have okay. like a little DSP in them. You know, touche. Dude, my, my powered pulls. Dude, my my powered uh, buffered volume pedal. Yeah, is that the is that T one M mod that you got there? Mm-hmm. <laughs> you got the Tim. I couldn't remember. It is. I think I should get a volume pedal too. I, I genuinely want to get that volume and tuner pedal. The Ernie Ball one. Yeah, it's so cool. You don't want to get the Schnobel one. It's so dumb, but it's one more snack. Because yeah, I could see like I've been using I've been using this little mini pedal on my like mono tick sized board. I've been using that for like practicing and stuff. Mm. And it doesn't have a tuner on it, mm. but I could see like it's still like a relatively common thing for people to to take a volume pedal separate from their board, isn't it? I think so. Yeah. Like I I see that once in a while, and they'll just have it on the ground next to their yeah, board or, or like a wah or like anything with the with a foot treadle. pad treadle treadle. Now I'm now I'm you're so shaking your head, I Phil. But that's really a that's know. a thing that people do. It is. It's, I mean, it's not less, that common less so in now the, than they used to, but it's not common in the like P dubs world where the main point of the volume pedal is for doing like swells, ambient swells. Um, because then they want it like in the middle of their chain, which would yeah, kind of be a pain sense. to put on the floor. But yeah, if you're just using it as like volume control, then I think it does make sense. Dude, this is so upsetting well especially if it's not powered which you're yeah that's true the the fact that it's powered would be a pain in the butt yeah cole you told me you were like i said which should i buy and you said the is it is it pronounced quakes chocks chocks okay (laughs) no (laughs) okay the would uh, never be chocks in any world the i is below the the i is before the o i before o except in in quakes it is, okay. it is like a lot of people don't know how to say it. A lot of okay. people say Psyox or Kyox. Okay, yeah. wonderful. These are but here's how you know, things. Phil. Here's how you know. Because they had a pedal called the Chocolate. Yeah. Or a power supply. But then, like, maybe that could be the Kyocolate, you know? <laughs> I sure hope not. The Quickolate. <laughs> Bro. <laughs> so, a lot of this Kyocolate. <laughs> so, you, you said, get this one. It's the best. The DC seven. Yeah, you said it's better than the uh, Voodoo. Better than Lando. all the rest. It's simply the best. Better than all the Voodoo Labs ones. Better yeah. than all the. Better rest. than the Mondo. That was the other one you were thinking about. I immediately looked on Reverb, and I texted you yeah. two hundred dollars because they're the cheapest one listed was two hundred dollars. That one yeah, is now they're gone. Like two twenty. Yeah. It's two twenty nine. That's the new. Yeah, I got mine for like. I got mine for like 190 and that was a good deal. Like I don't think there's a whole lot of them on the used market. It doesn't seem No. Well, especially in the US. 
Yeah. And that's one of the downsides that I don't like about it. I mean, you could say it's a benefit because the the plug itself is more secure, but it uses RCA plugs on the power supply instead mm. of the little barrel plugs, you know? Mm. So like if you already so you have a bunch have of those little, their... if you already have a bunch of those little patch cables, I mean, you can make your own, which is what yeah. I've done with some of them with little RCA oh, connectors. Oh no, are you but... serious? <laughs> I mean, you don't have to make your own. I'm just saying like that comes with them. I'm sure. Yeah. It comes with a whole bunch of them. And then, I mean, you could like take, if you have like a daisy chain, you'd plug in the cable that comes with it. And then the output of that would plug into the input of your daisy chain. So it'd be how fine. many, how many does it come with? At least seven, I would yeah. assume. And then it comes with one that like, it comes with a couple daisy chains with it. Like one that plugs in two pedals and one that plugs in three. Okay. And then it comes with a couple of the different kinds of, you know, like the little, the little like eighth inch headphone jack looking one and, mm. and the one that's this, inverted for line six nonsense. Is this going to finance my joy? Wait, what is it? What am I supposed to say? You will invest, invest in your, in your joy, joy and invest this will joy. reap joy. Um, it might. It will reap joy. Oh, the other thing I got is someone, um, Josh Marmon messaged me the other day and he's like, Hey, do you want these, um, black string trees? I was like, <laughs> and you're like, like, yeah, yes, <laughs> obviously <laughs> they're the, like the roller ones. Yeah. What? Like, Heck yeah. I want them. Yeah. It's really like awesome. $10 worth of equipment, but they're probably like graphite, right? Well, no, because the actual, like the. The actual oh, yeah. arms that the string touches are just like silver Metal. looking, okay. like steel or whatever. Yeah, yeah. Dude, it would be. And like, then the body part is black. It would be super fun and douchey. Equal parts fun and douchey to do like a um, carbon fiber, like have as much as you can, like carbon fiber on this guitar. Mm-hmm. <laughs> carbon fiber pick guard. <laughs> carbon fiber knobs but just like the cheapest looking <laughs> like the stuff yeah. that's obviously just painted carbon fiber yeah, so as it starts to like wear out it just like wears away yeah oh phil if you don't want let me tell you this if you don't want the dc7 you should also look into the true tone one spot cs6 i don't think i should should i why would you not true tone it's only 129 dollars new it still has six it has six outputs and four of those are switchable between nine and or two of them are switchable between nine and 12 two between nine and 18 it's a lot lower current though isn't it yes most of them well there's two 500 milliamp nine volts and then the other ones are all like 200 or 100 yeah because it's only 1600 total what I'm saying it's it is like it's not as good, yeah. obviously, but it does answer some of the other issues that you have. But it's 120 bucks, or like whatever. it uses the regular barrel plugs, and it's like half the price. And it uses, I guess, the DC7 uses a the CS7. How much is that? Because it looks like a good option too. It has seven outputs. Yes, the um, thing about the CS6 is that it's that slim profile. Oh uh, yeah, yeah. It's the light so, slim profile. Yeah, I don't care about the slim profile. But I would definitely get a one spot pro over the voodoo labs ones yeah i would for too. some reason all the voodoo lab ones have like weird um 
they have like weird things about them that make them not useful in a general sense. Like, so like, for example, the X4, it has four nine volts and then one 12 volt. So they always have like, and it's negative or it's like, so there's always like something weird. Like that is, <laughs> that's annoying. it's like, this one is only 15 volts. It's like, I'm never going to use yeah. that. So it's basically like an unusable port. Yeah. Right. Or you have to I mean, find some freaking converter. The, the yeah, pedal power, yeah. the pedal power two was a great power supply. It just is really low current. I mean, it only has a couple of high current outputs, and even those mm. are like two hundred fifty milliamps or something like that. Yeah. But that was a like that was like the power supply for years. The yeah. Pedal power two. Okay, plus. so so the the True Tone one the the CS seven has mm-hmm. an 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 additional a seventh port but it's 18 volts is it fixed so, at 18 volts it looks like it's fixed at oh yeah because it says it only has mm-hmm. it only has two or only has six nine volt outputs That's so weird. if you don't like oh, have but a more of the ones something the cs7 has more switchable outputs than the cs6 so that's similar to like oh no wait oh, but the cs7 is also it makes me wonder what they're cheaper. like if it's either like a limitation of the hardware they chose and that's like the decision was made for yeah, them maybe because it has four outputs that are switchable between nine and 12 and the CS six has two that are switchable between nine and 12 and two that are switchable between nine, nine and 18. 18. And the CS seven yeah. has one that's just locked at 18. That's what so I'm, weird. that's kind of the same thing I'm seeing about the voodoo lab. It's like, they all have like <laughs> these weird compromises. Yeah, exactly. But you could, so, you could get the CS 12. <sighs> I bet it. Yeah. I bet the CS12 is cheaper than the DC7. Honestly, it is. It's 180. Remember, yeah, I think I remember. Brand new, it. and I think there's a lot of used ones too. But then you get all kinds of crap. It has nine nine volt outputs. Two dedicated Three. 18. Some switchable. You can have one that goes down to four volts. What would you <laughs> want that for? Or like oh, sag to yeah, it's like to charge your phone kind of thing. No, no, well, nah, it's like to mimic a dying battery. Like yeah. a lot of fuzz pedals, people say they sound better with low oh, batteries. Yeah, yeah. Like the this because remember the, the, um, the Voodoo Lab pedal power two has the couple sag yeah. with knobs. which you actually have a knob that you can turn. Yeah. Well, this one does but too. That's how this. Yeah. Okay. That's how this. Except too. you have to have like a screw to do it or a screwdriver. But it's like kind of. That was another thing on that is like really what that meant is that there is a chance that two of the outputs on your power supply were screwed up and you didn't know it, you know, cause like who's really <laughs> choose. Cause like 99% of people are just wanting to set it to nine volts and leave it. You know, you don't, you, yeah, it's only if you have like a specific fuzz thing that you're trying to do. Exactly. You yeah, could also get like, the Strymon. The Strymon Ojai is only 149 and it's got five outputs. Yeah. And they're all 500 millions, but they're all only nine volts. Yeah, see, here's what I, my, uh, my Guys, vocal... I hate to do this, but I have to be done in two minutes. All right, but yeah. you can get a 9 to 12 converter. But I can leave vocal, and you guys can keep going. My vocal processor needs 12 volts. Okay, that's it. That's all, all, right, I, that's all I have to say. Oh, is it like a voice live dealy? Yeah. Yeah, you can make that work. It probably pulls a decent amount of current too, doesn't it? Yes, I'm sure it does. It's like... So, so honestly, these these one spot ones might be because that's part of the problem with the one spot ones is usually they just have a certain number of high current outputs. So like you'll use those up really quickly and then you'll still be stuck with some pedals that draw a lot of current. Get the Zuma. 
240 bucks. Yeah, it's honestly like not nine outputs, that... two of which you can move it to 12 or 18. And they're all 500 milliamp outputs. Yeah. Invest in your joy. Plus, it looks dope. <laughs> Zoom it. No one cool will looking. see it. No one will see it. Yeah, put it on top of your board. <laughs> You're investing in your own joy, not their joy. Exactly. <laughs> but anyway, I wanted to say also get other people to invest in your joy, like Josh Marmon did in mine. <laughs> And if you want to invest in our joy, go to patreon.com. Seamless. Right under the wire. Mm -hmm. Thanks for friendship, guys. Thanks for friendship. Hey, thanks for friendship. Don't ever meet me again. You meet me in your dream, you better wake up and apologize.